Welcome to episode four. To support this podcast, visit us at churchofstagnes.org and click on the donate button. Today we have with us Carl and Renee Hendrickson. Mr. Carl Hendrickson is the assistant headmaster at St. Agnes School, and both he and his wife and their children are parishioners of Holy Trinity St. Augustine in South St. Paul. Hi, we are Carl and Renee Hendrickson. We uh, live in South St. Paul in Minnesota. We were married in 2010. We're parishioners at Holy Trinity Parish here in South St. Paul. We're also members of the Community of Christ the Redeemer based out of West St. Paul. I, Carl, work at St. Agnes School. This is my 13th year uh, working as uh, both a science teacher and as an administrator. And I taught second grade in the public schools prior to staying home when we had our first kid. And right now we have three, Andre, Stella, and Cora Marie. Our talk today is about having a family mission. I want to tell you a little bit of a story. Right before we were getting married, we were given advice from a friend of ours to ask for big things on our wedding day. It's a day that was filled with grace and opportunity, and we were advised to just ask the Lord for something big. So we prayed in the weeks leading up to our wedding, and together uh, on our wedding night, we wrote a prayer based on our conversations and our discernment, and we want to read that for you. Father, the God who is love itself. On this, our wedding day, we pray for the humility and sanctity worthy of sainthood, specifically to know, serve, and share life with your Son in the poor, distressed, and marginalized, to live simply and sustainably as good stewards of creation, to affirm the dignity of life by spending our opening our home to others beyond our biological children, and to hunger and thirst always for the bread of life. In these, may we embrace the fullness of life you offer us in the joys of heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. So we were given this advice to ask for big things, and that's, that's what we asked for. But we realized that over time, this prayer that we wrote has become a statement of our family's mission. There are parts of it that were part of who we were as individuals coming into marriage, Um, but as a couple, these intentions have become themes or goals for our family. So for instance, the first intention to know, love, and serve Christ and the poor, the distressed, and the marginalized. In the early years of our marriage, we decided to be really intentional. Uh, And so we took on uh, volunteering visiting uh, the residents at the Little Sisters of the Poor Nursing Home. And as time has gone on, we've also uh, decided to become a foster care family to care for uh, those in distress and who are marginalized. And also just in social settings, um, when we're conscious of it, we try to be aware of those who are socially poor and and to visit with those who may um, be be less socially uh, blessed. Uh, and to meet with them in, in social settings. So if we come talk to you, you can wonder if we think you're an awkward socialite. And <laughs> Just kidding. Our intention to live simply and sustainably as good stewards of creation has helped us discern whether or not to buy a cabin. For us, that seemed like way more work and not simple, even though there's many goods that come from having a separate place uh, set aside for it family time. Uh, We choose to buy used cars. 
uh, and really everything used uh, for our family clothes and other household things. And we've chosen to garden and have chickens, not so much because it's really financially feasible or advantageous in the suburbs in the way that we do it, but because it um, is good for us and works for that sustainability and keeps us living simply. The third intention to affirm the dignity of human life and open our home, uh, including but beyond bi biological children, um, has helped us to make decisions like uh, we host net missionaries regularly from the home team and during their training time, and we open our home to them. Uh, for the last six years or so, we have opened our home and had singles that we know from church who have lived with us. So we've had anywhere from one to four single young adults living with us during this time. And also, it helped to, to guide our decision when we bought the single-family home where we live now and where we anticipate being for a long time. Uh, we we thought ahead and said we knew that we wanted to open our home, so we needed to have enough bedrooms uh, so that we could have our own family and children, uh, but also uh, anticipating needs for bedrooms for foster care, also having a guest bedroom for family and others, uh, and for and for our household. So it helped us to to narrow down in our in our search to know what we were looking for. Our intention to be near the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament has helped make us cognizant of the priority of getting to daily mass as a family. Carl and I were both daily mass goers before we even met each other and then continued to go during our engagement and early years of marriage. Um, and that certainly gets harder when we had kids, but, and we don't go every, every day, but we do go a lot. And um, each of us also has a holy hour and I coordinate the Adoration Chapel at the schedule for our parish. So hopefully you can see a little bit that uh, this idea of having an articulated family mission, which we really stumbled into, it, we weren't intentional in the way that we put it together, but it has ended up blessing us richly, um, is we think a great idea and we'd propose it for other families. Um, so to be clear, what, what is a family mission? Uh, any kind of a statement of what makes your family unique, who you are, what you do, how you do it. You know, in the business world, companies have uh, statements of their core values, uh, and they're trying to be really clear about why they exist and how they're going to do what they do. Uh, how much more important is it for the, the most important organization, the family, to have some clarity about what it is that we're hoping to do and how we're going to do it? Another analogy, or and maybe a better one, is actually like religious orders in the church, which uh, discern a charism and articulate why it is that they exist and how it is that they'll do what they do. Uh, so any kind of a statement about your family of who you are, what you do, how you plan to do that, that, that can suffice as a family mission. There's not just one way to do it. Why have a family mission and spend time articulating it? I think the analogy I like the best is Thinking about the grace that Carl and I receive through our the sacrament of marriage as water coming out of a garden hose, um, it it's wonderful and it brings life. But if you think of that water being focused through a narrow nozzle, it is so much more powerful because it's focused. And just like the saints and religious orders don't do everything. Mother Teresa and the missionaries of charity 
didn't work in higher education like the Jesuits do, and St. Therese of Lisieux wasn't serving the poor the same way St. Teresa was. There's ways that each of us can work and ways each of our families can work in a really focused way to play our part in the body of Christ. So lastly, what are some ways to go about discerning or deciding upon a family mission? Uh, Ultimately, it comes down to asking one question, what makes your family unique? What makes it tick? Uh, There is a book that you could use uh, by Pat Lencioni. He's a a business and organizational health kind of guru, and uh, he actually has a book for families called Three Big Questions for a Frantic Family uh, that you could use. Um, Shout out to our friends Eric and Lori Duma who shared that book with us and have helped us as we can continue to look at this question of family mission. Uh, But you really just want to ask that question. What makes your family unique? Uh, And as we look at some of our friends, we want to share, uh, certainly our model is not not the only one. We have some good friends who rally their family around uh, some members of the family and their work and their jobs. We have a friend who works in uh, a ministry that's related to vocations in the church, and they as a family really just uh, focus around that work and the idea of supporting vocations in the church. There are other families we know that are certainly invested in the work of St. Agnes School and St. Agnes Parish. We have other friends who have bought five acres of land and are really committed to land stewardship. We also know families who are really committed to the pro-life mission. Um, And we know many families who the Lord has already made clear their family mission in the needs of some members within the family and um, families who have kids with special needs or with members who have chronic health um, needs, those families simply sustaining family life internally can be a family mission. Ultimately, you just want to ask the question, what makes us unique? Reflect on it together as a couple. Uh, Write something down let it sit, offer it to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, do you see this lining up with what our family should be about? And don't be afraid to review and adjust as time goes on if it seems that uh, something that you've discerned is more or less a part of your family mission. In closing, uh, there's a great little quote, uh, part of a prayer from uh, St. John Henry Newman, where he says, God has created me to do some definite service for him. He has committed some work to me which he has not committed to another. And we think that that's true about our families. There's some definite service for our family. It's been committed to Renee and me. It's been committed to you and to your family. Uh, And it hasn't been committed to others. But you want to discern and think about what is that family mission and the way that you do that family mission and what it is that you is how God will sanctify you and your family, bring you to holiness with some definite service. God bless you.